Rice. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Moyles. I'm James the Jaster Stewart. And I'm Muss. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, not only do we have a full roster, we're hunting the Somnicanf. A formidable aquatic serpent that crests on moonlit nights, likely why it has often been mistaken for a mermaid. Despite its appearance, it is extremely aggressive and tolerates no trespassers on its turf. It expels an intoxicating sleep powder from an organ on its neck, knocking out prey before it can resist. That felt like quite a long description, to be honest. I got a bit bored halfway through that. Yeah, I remember when I was looking it up on the wikis earlier, I was like, that can't be the description, that's really long. Apparently it yeah. is. Like, they used up like all the characters they could. Or like, fit in the boxes in the game. Was it? Description writer had a word, <laughs> had a word count in reach. <laughs> he was like, oh shit, I'm going to have to keep adding shit in here. He's getting paid by the word, like um, that's it. Charles Dickinson. Wait, Charles Dickens. Dickinson. Dickinson. <laughs> Charles Dickens. Son. Yeah, you were, you were thinking yeah, Dickens. Yeah, his son, yeah. <laughs> yeah, his son. Well, that's it. Charles Dickinson. Dickens wrote, you know, Harsh Times and a bunch of bollocks like that. And Charles Dickens' son writes uh, monster descriptions. <laughs> Harsh Times. <laughs> Have you read oh, a wait. book? <laughs> Harsh Times is the Christian tale. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably the Charles Dickinson book, Harsh Times. <laughs> I've, went, I've read old, one Charles like, Dickens book and it was boring as fuck, so I never read another one. Which, which one did you read? Oliver Twisted? <laughs> I can't remember. I just remember it didn't have Oliver, any dinosaurs. Oliver Twist's son. <laughs> Taylor Three Towns? No, I read Big Expectations. <laughs> A miraculous spring. Clear as children's song. Deep runs its stream. Elegant but strong. A lullaby is sung. Soft sounds of seduction. Its dulcet tones inducing sleep. And serpentine destruction. So yeah. <laughs> so the song they can't, yeah? Talk about, talk about that. So like, in the description, it talks about how it uses, uh, it blasts the uh, sleep powder from its neck. I thought it was like a breath attack. I didn't realise it could like... Hmm. Emits, emits it from its neck. It doesn't really. I guess. I guess it's not kind of like gill, gills on its neck, and like because yeah. also portions on its body mm. where it glows blue. So I'm guessing it's like the sleep gases comes through that. I don't know. They were uh, like close enough to to see it actually blast it through its neck. Maybe it, I know it's got maybe the... it comes out of its neck and its mouth at the same time, and it just. Oh, it's got the weird hard bit on its chest. So is it connected to that? I mean, I did I mean, notice when try and look, but I'm not going. When um, when it does like the you know how it kind of blasts the sleep mist like around it like a AOE attack almost, um, it does kind of 
you kind of see the sleep gas kind of start emanating very lightly from his body, kind of as a tail for the attack. So I guess that's it preparing to, you know, blast out and you can kind of see like some excess gas start seeping out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a neat touch, a neat design point for it. Something that I, d- I definitely wouldn't have noticed had I not read it in the description. I was actually watching it do its breath attack up close earlier when I was trying to do a screenshot. And I didn't notice that it wasn't coming from its mouth. <laughs> but it's yeah. it's quite a wide... Um, it's quite a wide, like, smoke cloud that comes from it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess I could have just assumed that it was... In terms of animation, they couldn't make it all originate from the mouth. But yeah, maybe it was coming from the neck. There you go. Pretty cool. We have a, a, a lot of time for Somnicanth, actually. Um, uh, you know, a new monster to rise. We should probably should have mentioned that at the beginning. But it is a new, but a new girl, I guess. Not we don't call it a new boy. Definitely seems more of a feminine style monster with a mermaid look. Yeah, um, so they do describe it as a mermaid, right? Oh yeah, so, yeah. that's it. That's it. Um, and yeah, I've, I've a lot of time for it. Um, as a fight, like just before we speak about its design, like as a fight, I do. I will say it is a bit easy. Uh, especially in multiplayer, I think it's because it's it's very static, isn't it? You know, it doesn't it doesn't move a lot, and it gives you a lot of opportunity to to smack it and eventually get topples or what have you there. So I can't say I've been that impressed from it from a challenge aspect, but as a as a you know a design and and, and what it does, it's mm. all pretty cool. I feel it's like kind of like the, it's, it's like problem is that... Like with the fact that it's got so much kind of topple mechanics, it stands off on its like rear tail, and then like it just gives it another opportunity to like knock it over again. Like, I guess I mean, Tetranodon's if he hits you though, it does take a big chunk of damage off you. Where I've mm. never really felt that aspect from Somnican. Well, I think it's relying on you, like put you to sleep first before it does any kind of jump, like mm-hmm. major attacks on you. Like, and I think it doesn't do it enough for my liking. It's got like now it's got the swims about in the riverbeds and stuff like that and it picks up like clams and they can do different things where like one can flash one's like a big massive like AOE explosion it doesn't do them enough like I think if it done them enough yeah, it'd, you're be a, right. it'd be a lot more challenging of a fight I think yes. mm. so I kind of forgot that was a mechanic because yeah it really does yeah, do it it I think it does it a bit more in the fir- in the um, mm. Shrine Ruins or the Frosted Frost Frost Diet yeah, the, the Frosted Diet the Fratted Forest is what I was thinking because he's pretty much always in water there. Yeah. Maybe. I'd be but kind he was of always weird in water when we fought him today, to be fair. Like, he didn't leave the water, did he? Yeah. No. It, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't no, it's, it's, always, it's always in on maps where, like, it's always around the water areas. It never, like, mm-hmm. unless you, like, wyvern ride it and take it out of the fucking water, it's never yeah. on land mm. areas by itself. So it should, that shouldn't, like, stop that mechanic of the clams, like, happening. No, they're always. I should always be able to do it, but like you said, it didn't do it at all in our in our hunt. Really recorded. Um, I mean, I I wish it did do it more, but then I I do see it kind of using items in a way as being more bitter tense thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Somnicanth, I kind of see being more about the, you know the sleep gas and how it can kind of like swim backwards and kind of like puff little clouds of gas as you try and chase it to catch you out. Yeah. Um, but I think it, you know if I was to tune this monster from a challenge aspect, I'd maybe turn the damage numbers up a bit more and make it more of a challenging fight. 
So well, I guess maybe it'll come into its own. And from a it's it's quite a late game Sonic. monster, isn't it? Like considering eh. it's not a for how difficult it is, monster. it comes pretty late in the game. Yeah. 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 Because my big issue with it is it feels like they really overestimate how annoying sleep is. Because it does a lot of attacks which put you to sleep, and it seems like that's its big thing. But sleep is annoying, but it doesn't really hinder me that much. I get, like, one hit and I wake up, and usually it's not a big attack that hits me. Mm. Yeah, usually, especially in a multiplayer hunt as well, like, it's going to get distracted by like, other players. That's it. Like, Plus, it's very easy to, to manage sleep with, like, energy drinks and that as well, isn't yeah. it? So. I've always done that, like, ever since I could find out the energy drinks, like, it also yes. has those um, darts that it can shoot out the quills. Mm-hmm. Like the yes. purple spikes it shoots, but they don't, they really don't do anything. Uh, I, I don't think he's ever hit me with them, even. I kind of associate them more like Largakuga's projectile, you know, they're kind of almost like a deterrent, yeah. like, bag the fuck up, you know. But they don't have like a lot. They're not very fast, and they're not very high range, so they're a little bit no uninspiring. Because I was just scrolling through the wiki to um to see if it told me what those do. Because I was thinking I've never noticed them do anything, and it doesn't seem like they do do anything. But the wiki describes it as it produces sleep gas in its neck and breathes it out through its mouth, okay. which might be what the description meant. Like yeah, that makes more sense. Thrill, like An organ on its neck, but it would still come out of the mouth, right? Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I mean, going back to the sleep point about how it's never been that threatening, correct me if I'm wrong, Nursilla can do sleep, with, or is it paralysed it does with like its big jab on on, on its bottom? Yes. Sleep? Uh, yeah. Paralysis. It's paralysed. Does it depend on whether it's shrouded or the other one? You're exactly. probably right on that, Andy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the difference with um, Nursilla is it's all, it's got a really devastating... Attack, punishing myth. That's it. Out. Yeah, that was my point. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, and very creepy as well. Thinking about it, I want to sell it back, man. Um, whereas Somnicamp would seem like a monster that would, you know, quite benefit from having that big punishing move like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't think it does. I can't remember the makings there. Like that's that's the the shame about it. Like I love the design of it and like the idea of it. It's like brilliant and the whole design. Like, it's perfect. Like mm. for like a monster, like this. You go that a little bit further, like, then make it a bit, make it have like two, one or two, like, dang- really dangerous moves, or like, it could put you to sleep and like circle you like a Majorella. Like, just mm-hmm. to do it, like, yeah, it's got the do something because like... it does it, like, actually, it does it on its, uh, its finishing attack for when you do the Wyvern ride. It actually, you put the other monster to sleep and then it dives on the monster. Like, it's like one of the best, like, Wyvern ride, like, finishing moves, I think, some of the has. And why doesn't it do that to, like, the hunters? Well, mm. Jay started to say this earlier, so I wonder if it is a case that they've got a lot of cool moves in the bag for once it goes G-rank. Yeah. Because yeah. they, I remember there being interviews in when, before this game came out saying they've, like, they've adjusted the difficulty to be fairly easy to be a newcomer's game. So they might have had difficult fights and, like, taken moves out in development. So hopefully it means we've got something cool coming a bit later on. Yeah, and I think part of it I know. is well, like the mobile, extra mobility you've got as a hunter, like really kind of can affect certain monsters, like make them like yeah, make them make them harder or make them easier, too easy. 
I know we're all kind of nice. coming at this from like uh, from players that have played Monster games for at least a few games now. Mm-hmm. I mean, as I suppose the newest out of us must like. Did you find Somnicam difficult, or are you very much in our wheelhouse there? I didn't find it that uh, difficult. I think the it the first time I fought it would have been a solo one, and I got caught out by the sleep a lot. Mm. But as uh, as Luke was saying, to very little actual consequence. Um, but I think what I would say about it is that although it's not a particularly difficult fight, at least that that first time, if you are someone who is going to get caught out by sleep a bit, it feels like there's a little bit of ebb and flow to fighting it. Um, and that you kind of build up a little bit of a rapport with the monster. It kind of feels... Because it's, it's almost like you can look at those sleep attacks, especially when it's really motoring around as a big AoE kind of status effect, I guess. Mm. The only other monster to that point, I think, that I fought that has any kind of area control or serious area control is uh, is Kezu. But where that's like a monster who you you have to respect what Kezu does and then go in. Whereas with Somnicanth, you have that at the start of the fight, perhaps, when it's um, full of energy and it's got a lot of the uh, the uh, the sleep stuff kind of stored up. But once you take that ability away from it through breaks, you know, it's it, you are very much in control of the fight. So what I would say about it is that despite perhaps a lack of challenge, there's still a, a, a bit of a narrative that comes out of fighting it, I think. Yeah, that's fair. It's it like I think we all agree that it is a, a fun and interesting fight. Yeah, yeah. It's just that it's not a particularly spicy one. I was just thinking yeah. there as well. I think it's, it's it's also a good way to kind of teach you like general wirebug movements because of those AOE attacks that it has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's what if you go straight up, then it basically completely misses you. Yeah. Best thing about it for me as a dual blades user is its body shape because. If you use the switch attack that launches yeah. you in the air, the you press the switch attack button that. again. You just, yeah, yeah you just. Yeah. It, there's so many numbers that will come up because it's got such a long, winding body. That's it's it's it lies on its back where it's reared up a lot, so it is very easy to kind of just <laughs> go up and down it. So it's quite fun for that weapon. It's really fun to fight with greatsword as well because of how static it is. Like just so many opportunities for for big charge attacks on it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. F- fun to fight from from you know a chance to wheel on a monster which is, is good every now and then but like we said maybe not super challenging well speaking of its body shape mass the big excitement when somnicanth was revealed was that this is the return of leviathan monsters which well didn't have uh... and <laughs> the famous one is legiacris who was the box monster in monster Hunter 3 is like a big um, crocodile snake thing. And then Mizutsune as well is another one. Apparently in Monster Hunter World, because of the very 3D maps, they couldn't animate the long bodies of the Leviathans without them clipping through the floor. Right. So it was a big deal in well, in Rise that, like, oh, we can go back to those kind of monsters. Kind of strange, considering, like, Toby Kodachi's kind of got that body shape to, to a point. But at a much smaller scale, and yeah, the way it, the way it carries itself, I think it it arcs its back upwards, so it's yeah. not an issue. Yeah, these are more slivery boys than they so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was just with world. It was like the extra foliage that they, the sheer density of the maps. Like, they had demos for Legia Chris, but like it was literally getting stuck 
like in the middle area of the, the ancient forest. Ah, I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah, your honours, you can deal with it. Like, but but yeah, Chris, when you think, yeah, I can't put them in this game. Can't have it. I mean, not just the obviously the excitement of having Leviathan monsters coming back, but just speaking of some of the camp itself, um, I do think that from a design and kind of like influences aspect, uh, they really nailed this one. Really, really nailed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I guess you want me to talk about that a little bit. Sure, that was kind of <laughs> your, yeah. your, your, yeah. your window to go for it. I've got to so, say the smoothest transition to a new section, so, and I've got a jingle to put in here. <laughs> the Ningyo, or human fish, is a Japanese yokai, which is often like translated as the Japanese um, mermaid, but it's really not like a mermaid. It's the fish bottom half is the same, but the top half is way more like a beast ape thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like a beautiful lady or anything. Um, and apparently if you eat part of it, it will make you like immortal, but catching it gives you storms and mifor- misfortune. Uh, the famous story the famous story of one is it was caught and the fisherman took it home and was going to serve it to some monks, but then they noticed what it was. So they politely hid it in their clothes to throw away later. But one of them got drunk and forgot and gave it to his daughter and then his daughter lived for 800 years. But how are you meant to eat it without catching it? So you become well, a that's it. and then you've got like, gross misfortune for the rest of your life like, and like, you're going to live yeah. forever. Like, this well, is, is you're not... You just have to sit with your mouth, mouth open in the water and hope no, it swims in. Someone else gets... <laughs> you get some schmuck to catch it for you and then you eat it. Mm. Yeah. Also, the idea is you're just not meant to catch it and eat it. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's immortality, but at a cost. That's the whole thing. No, it's mm. a challenge and we must defeat the challenge. <laughs> I guess it's like a, a fisherman's kind of myth then, like in terms of like, obviously fishermen like over the times, like they catch things that they don't intend to. So it's kind of like that. Yep, yep, yep. And people, you know, someone sees a seal and tries to describe it to someone else who describes it to someone else who describes it to someone else. And you end up with stories of this thing that's very different to what Seal actually looks like. Mm-hmm. But um, the Somnacanth also takes some elements from, like, Western mermaids and stuff. Because the whole singing and putting you to sleep thing, that's like yeah. the sirens from the siren, mm-hmm. the Odyssey, which is not a Japanese thing. Oh, that reminds me as well. Like, you really get to see it. Like, But if, like, if you can sneak up on the Somnacanth, no matter what area it's in... It actually does have a siren song, and it's the actual the theme music for that specific area that it sings. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I'm glad I've never that. seen that in game. Yeah, yeah, it's really difficult. Like, like sort of like snippets of it, and then like it just aggro's on you like right away, like, which is a, such a shame. Like, it'd be good to kind of just if it didn't aggro like right away that like, you could sneak up on it and like, catch it singing. But I've seen clips on Twitter and stuff like that. And it's, it's really clever. Although the whole, like, beautiful women singing is not actually from the original ancient Greek text. That's just, like, sexist interpretations of translators down the years. The idea is just that they tell you things you want to hear. Mm. But, you know, what do sailors want to hear other than, I'm a sexy lady and I'll shag you? 
<laughs> oh yeah, after six months at sea, I'm sure that's exactly what they want to hear. Yep. I really like the Somnicant's like glowing parts, like when it, its face glows mm-hmm. in that like horrifying way. And I I made the armor set, but I only put it on for the first time today, and it glows in the dark. It's really cool. Mm. Ah, neat. Yeah. Is that the one that's kind of got like the the veil and and yeah, it looks like a Mortal Kombat ninja or something. I think I've seen that armor set before, and it kind of looks a bit like the Xenojiva armor from from World, but maybe without the kind of bridal influences. Yeah, it's a little bit like that, not quite. The um, the one I usually wear is the Ratnakadaki, and that one looks very bridal. Sorry, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. Uh Ah, okay. The other one, the other influence of the Somnicanth is the, um, it's like a sea otter, the way it like swims on its back and breaks shells. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, cute when you see clutching it. it. Yeah, when it clutches like the I do love that tail that it's hands. got like before it does its pounce attack where it just slams its chest and jumps at you. It's a nice little tail and it's like an easy way yeah, to it's attack fun. and like it's a fun one to dodge. One of the things I like about um, these uh, more aquatic monsters is that it feels a lot more like they actually have a territory within whatever map they're in. Perhaps less so in the flooded forest because everything's bloody wet and soggy over there. But um, you kind of, you, I get the sense uh, that I'm entering its lair whenever I'm getting anywhere kind of close to it. And obviously the fact that it, it rears up a lot when you're fighting it. I don't know. Maybe it makes it seem a bit more like, boy, this is my house. Get out. There's the door. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't know that that's specifically related at all to any of the mythology behind uh, some of the inspirations for this monster. Never really thought of mermaids and stuff as being particularly territorial, but I guess I th- you could technically interpret them like that. Yeah, I think, well, they, they are territorial, it's just their territory is the sea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like the ones in. Um, you know that treatise about how trans people are awful? Um, the ones in that, they don't like it when Harry swims down into their domain and they get all territorial. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for the most part, it's, I think it's... I mean, a lot of monsters feel like that, so I think it's just a, a standard monster hunter thing. Mm-hmm. So, it's name, Luke. I mean, I could probably take a stab at it, but you've yeah, the, the research, so I'll let you go um, fire away. <laughs> Well, yeah, Somnicanth comes from, like, Somnambulus, which is just, like, to sleep. Um, and then the canth part is, like, the spines on its back. It comes from uh, ridge or spine. They're both uh, ancient Greek, I think. Or Latin word, sorry. Yeah, canth means spine. Um, which makes sense, because, yeah, it's a big, long Leviathan spiny monster. The... Yeah, that's, like, the way it swims, it uses its spines on its back. It doesn't, like, swim, like, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Japanese name is uh, Isenomikuni, uh, which is a reference to uh, Bik- Hapiaku Bikuni, which is the story about where they the daughter eats the ningyo ah. and lives forever and stuff. It's a reference mm. to that story. Mm. I'm sure there is more to it, but I haven't been able to find a good like breakdown of all the different kanji mean in the name. Not texted your mate yet. I have, but I left it way too late. <laughs> No, <laughs> and then accidentally copied and pasted the wrong thing, so I just sent him a Zelda video. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> I had just been texting someone else the 
um, the Japanese rap advert for Link to the Past. So, Excellent. <laughs> uh, did he give you any opinions on that video? Well, because no, I immediately said, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to send the video. But... Uh, yeah, but if someone sent me a video, even if it was by accident, I would definitely watch it. I'm improv, yeah. All he has said is, ha ha, all right. And then not giving me any help. <laughs> I mean, I feel you deserve that. Yep. I'm not going to lie. Yep. Disappointing. So we. What's up, Monster Mash fans? Luke here in the editing suite. After we finished recording our Somnicanth episode, my friend Sawada did actually text me while I was walking to get my curry that evening. Uh, so here's what he said. It maybe came from a Japanese famous woman called Yaobikuni, who is said to have eaten mermaid meat and have gotten eternal life. Which, yeah, that's the legend I was referring to. He then goes on to say, Iso is sea in Japanese, Nei is sleeping, and Mikuni is coming from Yaobikuni. So it's the sleeping sea princess. So actually a pretty cool name. Thanks, Suwara. I mean, I, I've guessed part of it, and also... I should have known Nei, because I actually do know that word in Japanese. <laughs> and I think I even know Iso, so I'm just an idiot. Okay, thanks, bye, love you, kiss, kiss, mwah, mwah, bye-bye. This week, Andy has been a bit of a weirdo, for a change. He says he's got a case to solve, and he's being a bit strange. For he believes that he is a London copper, and he's on the case. And he's discovered a body that's been singed and something has eaten his face. He decides he needs the lad's help and gets on the old dog and bone. But none of the lads respond, so Andy finds himself alone. He turns a corner and spies upon another body on the ground. He hears a stomp behind him and slowly turns around. He smirks and says, What have we got here then? Allo, allo! But... To his great surprise, he comes face to face with the mighty Magnum Mallow. So join us for that one next week. You really captured the majesty and fear that comes with this terrible monster. I can't believe you would do that to the, the English accent after all your complaints against dodgy Scottish accents. I think, I think at anything, Andy, it's fucking revenge. <laughs> 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 Until then, look where can we be found? Oh, hey, you can find the podcast at Monster Mash Pod on the Twitter, and you can find it on your Facebook and your YouTubes and all of that by searching Monster Mash Podcast. I think I turned Irish at the end. You did. You did. Have you have you ever played Age of Empires two? It sounds played... exactly like that. Yeah, I've only played Age of Empires thirty three and a third. There we go. <laughs> Do me a favour and just search up um, William Wallace campaign Age of Empires two, and you'll 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 hear yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to tweet at Andy Man nine four nine Mass? Just a, a little biography, if you can, within the Twitter limit, of course, of uh, famed actress Sarah Michelle Gellar. And make sure to include her in the tweet as well. You please tag her. <laughs> is she on Twitter? I would imagine. I so. Probably. I don't know. I haven't looked. Why, why would anyone look, Andy? 
Well, until then, catch you next time. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Cheerio. Let's a go. Oh yeah. Oh. Do, 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 do. I don't think I ate for the quest, silly bully. Fucked it. Mm, Hang your head in shame. Just eat Hang the summer cats, because then you'll be immortal. Eat the summer cats. <laughs> uh, we'll eat the hunting. I actually don't know There's what we're doing. Summer cats, mate. <laughs> talking okay. about it. I don't think we were yeah. speaking about it when I was here. Was it? Yeah, literally two seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> am I here? Am I alive? I hope that doesn't mean that you haven't done any research on the summer camps, Andy. <laughs> what do you mean? I always do my research. I was born doing research. Mm, that was a tight squeeze. I'm going to try again and see if it's better if I come out feet first. To be, but I don't. My brain had already moved on to the next conversation, so I was like, "What the fuck are you on about?" <laughs> there was no next conversation. <laughs> Do you have it in your head? <laughs> no, my, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm still very confused about that skeleton you sent me yesterday. What, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Why did you just send me a picture of a random skeleton? <laughs> I was, man? I was Drake doing an adventure. <laughs> man. I still haven't found it! <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can see all your names. We should have had <laughs> Drifty Boy would have been better than you. <laughs> yeah, at least I would have run past it at some point. <laughs> oh, I can see it. It was like, <laughs> you ran past like you were one of those scenes in Scooby-Doo where like, you were chasing the Somnican, but it was chasing you. <laughs> exactly. A lot of people criticised the drift on the Joy-Cons, but actually it was a reference to Scooby-Doo. Remember <laughs> <laughs> the 80s? And the I love the idea that a bunch of software engineers designed and hardware engineers designed their new console. Like, <laughs> what features should we have in our control? Ooh, we could have, uh, like, I forgot what they call it. Special yeah, of course they vibrations. did. Name I one person who doesn't like Scooby-Doo. There you go. What, uh... well, all those, all those weirdos that he put in prison, probably. I bet Sarah Michelle Gellar's not keen on it. You think she's not? She thinks she's over it. I imagine that the fact her career hasn't really gone anywhere after Scooby Doo. Well, maybe she looks um, back on it fondly as the highlight. You think that was better than Buffy? But yes, but <laughs> she's really good. She's really good. But Buffy the Vampire Slayer Scooby Doo was my fucking peak. <laughs> I remember there being a lot of rumours that she was going to play Samus around the 2000s. In what? Why, why would there be anything involving Samus? In a CSI Miami. talking about making a film. Yeah, Samus is a big role in CSI Miami. Have you not watched it, Andy? <laughs> Every time there's a space crime, they call her up. She's there, like, That's right. Bounty Hunter, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, because you've got Horatio Kane and... They specifically built an underground metro system for this episode, for like in, for the people of Miami, but mostly for CSI Miami, just so that Horatio Kane could say, because there was a gruesome murder down there on day one of all things, so he could go, "Looks like the Met is on the roids." Yeah! Yeah! I actually CSI, want to watch it now. Good old CSI Miami <laughs> memes, you know, very current, up to date, all the kids love them. <laughs>
I don't think anyone under them. like 25 listens. Coming at you in 360p. <laughs> I think my brother sometimes listens to that episode, so... How old's your brother? Yeah, but we know he's a big CSI man. My brother so is, uh... 20. Bruce, you okay? <laughs> 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 I don't I, I wish. <laughs> But do you though? <laughs> Can Horatio Kane ever switch off? Also, doesn't he die? Oh, spoilers! <laughs> last spoilers. <laughs> I was gonna watch all of CSI Miami this summer. <laughs> yeah, but I I wikied it the other day because <laughs> I was looking for Horatio Kane quotes. Did you come to the podcast? Well, the thing is, Andy, all of you are really fucking predictable, so I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> Andy doesn't do research on Sonic Ants, but certainly does his research on Horatio Kane. Muss has got like. Absolutely. Must has got a board on his wall and there's like strings connecting a picture of Cher and Michelle Geller, then a picture of Scooby Doo, then a picture of the <laughs> Finally a clipping of the Wikipedia article yeah. of what I can, I can now turn around to my girlfriend and say, Look, it was all worth it once this once this cast airs. Which is gonna be in several weeks, so until then it's going to be tense around here. It's going to be next week. Seven weeks. <laughs> we're not that much in the back, can we? She's like, seven <laughs> weeks. She's like, Alex, I'm just doing you in ten weeks. You've just been on Wikipedia for ten weeks. We did the plot synopsis of every CSI Miami episode. I miss you. <laughs> the, the most contact I've had from you is when you link me a podcast that you're in. <laughs> But still alive, yes, they recorded this week. I don't even know what a Rathian is. I've called the police, I thought you were missing. <laughs> so it's on the count, eh? <laughs> yep, I'm giving, big it, boy. giving it a good chop on the tail. Giving it a big stab in the head for some reason. Don't know why I'm doing the head. I still can't believe we talk. used to try to talk about the monster during these parts. <laughs> You, you keep saying that, I don't did remember ever doing that. <laughs> I'm sure we did. I think we, we said did. we were going to, but I don't think it ever happened. Hey!